Greetings, MassCast listeners. It has been a good, uh, as the urban terminology right now has been, it's been a good long minute <laughs> for us being together, uh, talking about Mask. I want to personally apologize to all our fans out there. We've been kind of, as Jason said, just off mic, it's been an ebb and flow. We've been on other projects. We've had a lot of life situations come up. Uh, we've had, uh, we took a few, a little break, not just from Agents of Mass, but actually from everything. Uh, we discovered the eighties, our other entity for a short time. And it's just, uh, we kind of looked at the clock and said, you know what? It's been, a uh, too long. And with the news that we're talking about, the latest Hasbro update is we're going to call it. Uh, we just uh, wanted to get back on the, on the podcast train and, uh, mass cast it up. And on the other side, we have... Jason, the masked hero over there. I don't know which mask you wear today, but you usually have uh, Bruce Sato's every now and then. The lifter. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I, I like a little more destruction than uh, just Well, right now, objects. you've got the look. I think you could pull off a little Sly Rax and get the stiletto going. There you go. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot some darts at some people. <laughs> <laughs> Pin them against the wall. They say it right. Don't do stupid stuff like some of them do. (laughs) You want to quote? I don't think so. (laughs) Anyway, yes, it has been uh, it's been a minute or two or uh, several tens of thousands since we've uh, been back with you. And yeah, I mean, part of it has been some life things. I've uh, had a job change last summer, which. Uh, pretty much has put me in a position where I cannot uh, be online as much as I would like to during the day, which was when I was mainly uh, blogging for Agents of Mask and some of my other ventures <laughs> online, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I've had to curb a lot of that stuff that I was able to do at my previous job while managing other things. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's... It's time to get back in. I thought this would be a good way to to just uh, be kind of free-flowing tonight. No real agenda other than talking about what Hasbro's been doing with our beloved property or not been doing. And uh, just kind of get a feel for the, what they're doing or what what vision, what um, what approach they want to have to all their properties they've been sitting on for a while and, and kind of get a temperature of what they've uh, been doing over the last year or so. And uh, I've just kind of pulled together several links and uh, news stories that have hit the web over the last, say, month or so. And uh, it's been sad. It's been kind of sad from a mask fan's uh, standpoint. Uh, Some of the things we'll be talking about tonight. But... um, yeah, you know, it's been almost two years since Hasbro announced this, uh, what we've been calling the Cinematic Universe Project with uh, G.I. Joe and Mask and ROM and Visionaries and Micronauts. I think that was all of them. <laughs> um, you know, this was a big deal. This was a big deal to us. And 
I remember even podcasting last year. You know, when are we going to get a schedule? When are we going to get an update? We've had a, there's been a couple small stories about the writer's room and maybe some of the things that have been going on there and who's involved and that sort of thing. But I uh, haven't really gotten much over the last two years. And finally now we've gotten some news out of that writer's room and have a, a small little film schedule, but it's not really what I was anticipating. Um, I'd kind of figured, well, that, I guess before we get into that, it, some things had popped up that kind of surprised me too. The Stretch Armstrong series on Netflix. Have you seen that one? I, you checked it out. I yet? haven't seen the cartoon, um, but I have seen. Uh, I've seen it flipping through. Right. Netflix. I have. Netflix. I have too. I have not hit the play button on that yet, and I'm not sure I will. But um, that was kind of a head scratcher uh, that it was uh, essentially coming and it finally hit Netflix. And I don't know. I think it's maybe eight or ten episodes or something to start. So that was kind of puzzling that they went and uh, put a you know an animated series to stretch Armstrong, which I thought was more or less a I'm call it dead property, but we don't see stretch Armstrong in the stores right now. Actually, if you look at Target, oh really? At least on the end caps, at least my Target does this. They have a little, I'll call it end cap retro for two of them. So you got the one one end cap that has like the Fisher Price and sometimes board games. So um, you'll see the retro, you know, pull the string, spin the little right. I've seen those mm-hmm. rotating, you know, dog and cat and sounds, whatever. Uh, you got the Fisher Price, you know, cash register and the old plastic record player. We actually bought one of those cash registers for my daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then I just saw they have a. An original or a remake, rather, of the Strawberry Shortcake. And then they have a Stretch Armstrong and something else. I can't remember now. But it, it I've seen it uh, like a retro, a replica mm. retro of the Stretch Armstrong. So it's at least in that target. Um, yeah. It's trying. Yeah. I, you know, I've seen those too. And, um, I don't know. It, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is like a new concept or new idea based around Stretch Armstrong and not like, you know, just a straight remake from something that existed before. But it was understandable for them to go for like they just actually released to the theaters a My Little Pony movie, which is huge for them right now. And, it, you know, they're continuing on the brand's Transformers and. Star Wars obviously is huge for them right now as, as a, to- I'm talking about as a toy company, you know? Right. Uh, and then all of this is kind of an offshoot, but it was, I don't know that the stretch Armstrong thing to me was kind of weird for them to put out unless they were just trying to keep that new, uh, Boulder media studio busy, you know, in the meantime, while they're developing Could, other stuff. That, I'll tell you, I, I, not, I believe not it's in Ireland. Go on a, not to go on a too big, big of a bunny trail, but if you look at Netflix, a lot of their cartoons, a lot of them mm-hmm. are done in the DreamWorks production. That's the main uh, distributor. Yeah. 
So I, I imagine Hasbro is doing something similar with Boulder Media, just keeping them busy, pumping them full of cartoon ideas. Right. And it's, well, obviously Netflix is the largest of the streaming uh, companies out there right now. And Hasbro's channel on Roku is kind of a joke. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it does have, and I've been watching actually lately the uh, G1 Transformers series. It looks like in full. Uh, I haven't gone through to check and see to make sure there's all, was it four seasons, four or five seasons? Anyway, it was four. Um, but you know, there's a commercial interruption every so often on them. Not really at the point where you'd think there'd be a commercial, but anyway, uh, so they have mainly classic shows on their, um, their channel there. So there's a few transformers. There's GI Joe seasons one and seasons two, not in full. And then I think uh, Conan the Barbarian or something like that. Anyway, uh, so that's it's weird that they haven't tried to maybe really beef up their own, you know, streaming channel with uh, some of the stuff they're doing through Boulder Media. But you know, again, you're, you're not a ABC or CBS or some place like that that can really have a ton of shows to throw in there. Um, you know, I, I could argue that Hasbro Properties has a lot of different uh I would think they'd have quite the library. Uh, maybe it, not as vast as maybe Disney or ABC or someone like that, but still they'd have a yeah. fair enough library to my, or my thought anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been just kind of waiting on what they're uh, going to do beyond – Transformers because they've got um, the Bumblebee movie coming out this year that's been announced for a while and then they've announced another Transformers movie number six I believe next year to to be released they like releasing those every two years or something so we knew those were and that series has been hugely successful at least at the box office worldwide i think it's over four billion now that those films brought in so naturally they're going to keep on making them and it makes sense and they make you know uh the transformers toys seems like a different uh well based on the movie and, and all the different animated shows that they've got going on too so it was just kind of a mystery to me what they're going to do with this universe project and how they were going to release it and i i think i remember kind of leaning on G.I. Joe as the one, and I think we both kind of were, and even with Bill and Eric that we had on the show, we were talking about bring back G.I. Joe, and that will be the launching point for some of these other properties. And according to their schedule, which was uh, released back, uh, I think this was back in December. I've got the Hollywood Reporter link. I'm going to bring it up, but... What they gave us four films that they're planning to produce, the first being a G.I. Joe film. And now, this is not necessarily, at least from what I've been reading on the web, a sequel to the two movies they've already created. And that would just please me to death if it wasn't. <laughs> and they kind of made it more 
geared towards the real American hero fans and not necessarily this uh, uh, battle that they had two movies. This The second one was a bit better than the first, but you still don't get all of the characters that you could have, you know, in a, in a GI Joe movie. So right now they're just simply titling the movie GI Joe. Uh, or I've seen some places say an unnamed GI Joe movie mm. that's supposed to come out in March of 2020. So that's, you've got a, a little over two years for that to come out. And then they're doing a Micronauts movie. Uh, that's supposed to come out in October of 2020. Followed up by a Dungeons and Dragons movie in 2021 in July. Uh, it, it had been tied to Warner Brothers, but apparently that's no longer, at least from what I've read. And then there's a mystery movie, an untitled movie, and also in that year, October of 2021. So I'm not sure why they're keeping that a secret. Or maybe they haven't decided which way they're going to go with that, you know, right at this point. So uh, I, I don't know. What's your thoughts kind of reading that list based on two years of waiting on what they <laughs> what they were going to do? Well, two years waiting on what they're doing. It's been, what, about six years since we've been waiting because we just started our little script project. Um, <laughs> well, true. But. I guess just reading the list, I guess because G.I. Joe was such a bigger, it seemed like a bigger entity franchise. I'm not surprised that they're redoing it in one way, if they're going to do it as a cartoon, but I am surprised if they, in a way, because they just exhausted it, in my opinion, with what, three or four live action G.I. Joe movies, you know, with the rock and all that. There's just two. How many Spider-Man movies have we seen in the last like ten years that it's a rebirth of a rebirth of a rebirth? I'm like, yeah. how many different t- actors? And, yeah, different actors, different storylines. But how? Which way are you going to spin it? That's the right story. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, it, it's. I guess I'm just. I am surprised. I'd like it to be some kind of animated movie cartoon, and get the probably more updated, but get kind of the similar cast. So you see, you know, Duke and the whole nine uh, just doing their thing on GI Joe. Uh, Micronauts though. um, I know reading, just skimming through our Facebook posts. That was kind of a, a blow to the stomach, really uh, (laughs) getting that news. And I, you know, I, I don't think it had that big of a following. I can't say that mask had a bigger following, but Scanning what we know, we, what we've seen, Micronauts has a little bit smaller fan base than at least Mask. And oh yeah, I can't. I just don't know why they did. And I know we've discussed offline that maybe it's the fact that there was someone in this management that that was his baby. You know, he loved Micronauts as a kid, and he wanted to put it on first. You know, I. Good on him. If I were in in Hasbro and that level, I think I'd be, you know, throwing yeah. a mask at it. You know, that's just my take. But maybe they're just seeing what what sticks. You know, maybe it's just like that whole thing of let's take a chance, see what stays, what has a good following, if it's worth it, moving it on as another franchise. Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. I never followed it as a kid, um, so I don't really have a good. Uh, I guess a good argument for it, except that again, it's 
I know Dungeons and Dragons is huge, mostly as a board game or or some kind of card game. I know there was a they did a what they did a uh, short lived uh, animated series. I think it was just like nine episodes or something. Yeah, back and I in have it pulled up here on uh, IMDb. Is actually it was up for three seasons. It looks like twenty seven. No, really? Oh, wow. 27 episodes, one that was unproduced. So the, I guess there's a mystery 28th. But nonetheless, uh, oh, Peter Cullen voiced it. <laughs> so did Frank Welker. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But uh, uh, that aside, you know, anyone had a fair gathering. And I, and I would actually be more, I would have I been more surprised or, or I, I, more um, in line if they would have popped that up before Micronauts. Because of the fan base, I know that had I know like I said I had it has the fan base, but this untitled movie. Maybe I'm being, I'm usually the pessimist, but I'm being optimist in this one. Maybe they're actually got something in the works for us Mask fans. Um, maybe it's a mix between GI Joe and Mask, or you know where they introduce Matt Tracker or a small team and kind of do kind of like the the comic book matchup mm-hmm. there, but. I don't. Know. It's out of order for me, but I'm being partial. I, I, I <laughs> I'm a mask more mask than GI Joe, even. So, um, I think they're going about it in the wrong order. Yeah, and I, th- I think what I've read on one of the websites that was uh, covering that story, dealing with Micronauts, was uh, well, there was another story that came out that we'll talk about in a little bit here, but um from what I was reading, it was based on what the writer had came up with and everybody was essentially in agreement that that was like the best story out of that writer's room or something like that. So, you know, maybe that's, that's why Micronauts was chosen just based on, they thought this was the most uh, relatable movie to a live action film, but yeah, I mean, again, to your point, they've made tons of Spider-Mans. They've reinvented Batman. Yes, they have. You know, so many times with so many actors. But yet, I'm still, you know, they still get my money every time they release a movie. True. <laughs> because I like the character, you know. it's That's just the thing. Uh, and with, you know, with G.I. Joe, I don't think, like I said, I don't think any of G.I. Joe fan would be miserable at all over trying to just start from scratch with the rock or without the rock. Um, you want a big star in there and maybe he is still roadblock, but just start over, start over and then try to do it again, more relatable to what everybody knows GI Joe to be, which is mainly the real American hero series in comics and, you know, Bring Larry Hama on as a consultant or something to to help you write the story, but I think the fans would much more appreciate it, and they'd get a much better movie by going deeper into the roots and not trying to have GI Joe in the modern necessarily in the modern world. I'm not saying you got to do a movie in the 80s, but it's just too when you try to pull G.I. Joe out of the 80s and put it into today's world, everything just becomes kind of bland and kind of mashed together. 
Whereas what made G.I. Joe so great back then was all the diversity in the characters on either side, you know. So I, I, I really am banking that this is good. And to your point on the uh, the Untitled movie, I maybe it is Untitled because maybe they are thinking about combining uh, G.I. Joe and Micronauts and what they build from those two movies and then bring in something else from that shared universe. So that could be a the uh, Avengers of the Hasbro world right. movie, you know, they just, they just haven't decided on what they, how they exactly want to bring all that together. So that's, I would, that's probably our best bet right now for getting uh, Matt tracker on the big screen, because I've seen several stories. Some were more or less, uh, I don't know. It seemed like this is a rumor. Some call it official, but it, it sounded like what they've done is they've taken some comments from one of the writers and made it into uh, the story that pretty much Mask and Rom are dead as far as onto the big screen. And, you know, I I know we're biased because we love Mask, but you're taking Micronauts which was a property, you know, back in the mid to late seventies, that was a, it was a pretty successful toy line, but there was no supporting. There was just uh, a, a comics that they published in the uh, early eighties. And they've, there's been a couple of different publishing companies that have brought them back. And you know, obviously IDW does uh, micronauts. Now the shared universe but um, gosh, I mean, uh, Rom is this huge freaking robot that battles essentially zombies. You know, uh, who wouldn't want to see zombies being you know through the roof right now? Right. Uh, you know, uh, that just seems like you've got to be able to write a a, a decent movie uh, like that. I mean, even make it R rated. But of course, Mask. It's basically writes itself, <laughs> you right. know. I, I, it seems like those two would fit better on the big screen than these little tiny heroes in their tiny planet somewhere, and some story of how they make it to Earth. And I don't know. It's, it's, it seems like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids superhero type movie we're going to get, right? And if that happens going to be probably geared more towards kids or maybe even kid kid friendly more than some of these other kind of military operation type movies. But at the same time, I don't know. I mean, what, what are you looking for Hasbro? I mean, you're a, you're a toy company. Uh, mask is just sitting there waiting for all these vehicles and, you know, figures that you could make versus uh you know some tiny figures and i don't know what they would do with micronauts but i I just don't see it being like this hugely popular thing i I know it came over from i think it came over from japan or china probably japan when they uh they uh, that's how they got the rights to the toys they essentially you know just like they did with voltron and transformers you know that came from japan i'm just reading up here it was from a japanese toy company called uh, Takara under the company, yeah. like under a company name of Mego. 
and it started in 76 is when the first yeah mego mego was a pretty big toy company in the late 70s they're the ones that had those really large figures with the like the fabric clothing like they did yep. the um six million dollar man and some others like that during that time but uh I don't know. I just I I don't see it. I don't see why Micronauts is the chosen the chosen one. The obvious one which is GI Joe. You know, why did they choose Micronauts over Maskrom and Visionaries? So, I, I I guess we'll find out, but at the same time it kind of sucks too <laughs> that they're not at least you know hinting or giving us the possibility of some of these other properties entering with these stories that saying there's just basically budget or didn't come up with anything good to produce into a film. So right. anyway, um, let me just back up to what I was originally saying there with the, the film schedule Bumblebee comes out this year and Transformers six. They've also just announced last week that they're developing uh, a clue movie I, I, I'm guessing just uh, kind of a one-off, you know, based on the Clue property, which they, you know, they did a Clue movie back in the mid '80s, and then they're doing an animated Transformers movie, like one that it sounded like they were going to release to the theaters, which is going to be produced by Boulder Media. So that could be interesting to see if Transformers in an animated form can make an impact at the box office versus all these Michael Bay movies that they're just doing gangbusters. But I think what they're trying to do is take a well-known property and take the budget of an animated film versus a, a live action film, which I think those are up over 200 million to make and see how well it does at the box office. And then, you know, the more success that they get from stuff like that and uh, some of the other stuff that we were going to be talking about here from that Boulder Media Company, I believe out of Ireland, that might lead to, you know, more chances or more risks, I guess you would say, being taken at that studio and onto Netflix or someplace like that with, uh, with some of these properties. And I don't know. I, that's what I'm kind of pulling out of this information is either mask has a chance in this untitled movie that could possibly be a, a combined or shared movie or push it into that Boulder media company and let them produce 10 episodes and throw it up on Netflix and see what happens, you know? Right. But, uh, one of the other stories was that not only Micronauts is getting a, a movie in 2020, but next year, 2019, they are going to do a, an animated series. They've got it listed in their, uh, it's like a media guide I saw. And, you know, again, it's, it looked kind of uh, Toy Story-ish, the, the concept art I saw. They have them riding on what looked like a, uh, like a remote control buggy car <laughs> you know i don't know i mean I, again i i kind of like pushing this kind of thing 
in in the those properties toward animation first rather than just you know making the movie and maybe that's what they're banking on that we'll get a little bit of an audience through this animated series and then seeing them on the big screen is not quite a surprise i don't know what are your thoughts on that i i honestly just don't know i i'm i'm i guess i haven't been following it new the the news story there as much as i i should have for me it's probably just a wait and see if it's actually gonna materialize i think it's gonna happen i don't, I don't think there's any any question about that I, th- I think they're you know in the process of of making the series and I think it even said, let me click over on this, uh, this story from uh, Flickering Myth. And I wanted to say it was like 20 some episodes that they were going to make from Micronauts. Rates a movie and shows, and we can't get. Well, we got a comic book. We should be happy. <laughs> well, you're saying this, you're opening the link. So. Yeah, here it I is. I was slightly distracted here a little bit. I found. A submission for Hasbro. Little three-step little thing. You have to read all. You're supposed to read everything. The fine print and all. I. You know, that's one thing we haven't done. Jason and I have not done. Is actually submitted our work to Hasbro. We didn't know exactly how to do it. We never. I never dug into it. Um, I've emailed them. Just trying to. Essentially find the right person. To send it to. But. They're not going to. <laughs> they're not going to tell you. And I did, I did get a couple things. I, I emailed one person. I was digging deep into the web around the 30th anniversary. And, uh, I found the, the actual Hasbro person who created a, uh, that PowerPoint presentation that we originally found mm-hmm. that had mask, a mask logo in there. And I emailed her and I was, you know, pretty much like, are you planning on making any kind of announcement or, or anything like that? Uh, any plans for the 30th anniversary? And, you know, this I'm right for this, you know, fan site. And she, it was just a real short reply back I got that was, uh, thanks for noticing and uh, anything, you know, that we will do will be released through, you know, the normal press releases that they do. So it wasn't really any, <laughs> it, it was just kind of a bland response. I was happy to get a response, but right, it, it's not really the right, you, you know, if you're a, a movie writer, you have an agent, you're have connections to, a, you know, studios and stuff to get your script out there and, and at least, you know, take a look at, but, uh, obviously we don't, we're not that hardcore into writing movies. We've only written one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not, you know, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I'm not holding anything against not being able to submit a script as bro. In other words. Right. Um, anyway, I've got, I've got that story up for Micronauts and here's the official synopsis. It says when fate brings an unlikely team of alien space explorers to earth, in pursuit of the evil Baron Karza, on our world, they are the size of action figures. The Micronauts are small heroes in a big world, 
but the stakes are higher than ever as their miniaturized size presents dangerous obstacles at every turn. Fortunately, they forged an alliance with teenager Cameron Ruck in their pursuit of justice. Although the Micronauts are small in stature, their bravery and adventurous spirits remain larger than life. And the story goes on to say, it's uh, the new series is being produced by Hasbro Studios. The first batch of 26 episodes set to go in production 22 minutes each and are being targeted towards children ages 6 through 11. So if they're targeting that audience, that's obviously who you want to hit to sell toys to. I mean, that's that makes a lot of sense. And again, I'm maybe I'm a little harsh on the concept art because it is just concept art, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I like you like you said, we're kind of jaded basically because we're we're talking this is mask, it's supposed to be about mask, but we have Hasbro here, the the now parent company when it was before, you know, uh DIC, you know, mm-hmm. It's just, it feels like we're being jaded, at least on my take. You know, we've, I know we have worked hard, whether we got the right ears or not, it's another story. I know we've worked hard as an entity. The fans have worked pretty hard at doing their part. Heck, even uh, our colleague across the pond went so far as doing it a petition to say, hey, wake up and do something. And they kind of just, gave us a small little bone which was the idw comics and mm-hmm. that was just enough to whet our appetite and then pulled it after what five issues six issues i don't remember now and it it's it disheartening in my take it's disheartening to see all these other entities even to see gi joe be rebirthed again come on hasbro it, it's one of those just it, get a serious cup of coffee wake up and <laughs> at least give us a good look don't don't just go yeah yeah, yeah we'll get to it maybe come on give us a good look uh, that's my yeah. take sorry I, i'm on a tangent but that, well, it just... if you're a, a visionaries fan <laughs> you're even more ticked because they haven't even been name dropped in all this process Very true. But, but so i guess it's nice that they were at least considering or at least some some stuff was written that just didn't feel like it was, uh, again, I don't know. I, sometimes you get in a closed room and you get, you know, the writers together and and you're not doing your, uh, your kind of market research or you're not getting some, uh, outside people to other than obviously probably Hasbro executives to, uh, to kind of, you know, bounce stuff off of. And again, you get, you get movies like the first two GI Joes and like these recent Transformers films that a lot of people have been up in arms about that they're, you know, ruining their childhood, that kind of a thing. I, I wouldn't go that far. It's, it's, it's more or less commercialized. In other words, it's put together to grab the interest of some kids and the parents who remember it. And they're just kind of banking on that rather than trying to really dig deeper 
and please the original fans, you know, of the property that remember it when it was first, you know, created and came out and, and that style. But, uh, you know, they're trying to please everybody, which is a hard thing to do. <laughs> it is. It is. They're still making money on the films. So my biggest thing is, okay, so they're, they've announced the Micronauts. They've announced G.I. Joe. I, I don't think there's really a chance that G.I. Joe is going to tank just based on the last two movies that, you know, really nobody was excited about. And they, you know, made their uh, made their budget and, and more back worldwide. So I guess my biggest fear would be Micronauts just is a a total bomb. And <laughs> that just kind of pumps the brakes on everything. True. You know, um, I, I, don't, I don't think it, a, a bomb at the box office would necessarily change their plans from this animation studio because they are doing like the final point here was they're doing a new transformers project uh coming off the rescue bots which is hugely popular for them so i don't think that's going to necessarily would would necessarily halt their animation plans but uh, (laughs) i really don't think there'd be a, a chance for mask or rom or really any of those secondary properties to have another sh- chance at the big screen. Right. It's a huge failure. So, I and I, I a couple minutes, I'll be right back. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking just a little bit. And, and basically that uh, micronauts, a uh, micronauts bomb would just be, I, I think would eliminate all of that because they're not going to be willing to take a chance on something that doesn't, make bank at the box office. And I can't see them making like a $200 million Micronauts movie either. I mean, limited with the budget and maybe even, you know, just if it is more geared towards kids, you bring in some lesser name actors, build it from there. So you're, you're essentially playing safe and you're not trying to uh, turn Micronauts into Transformers, you know? So, I guess that's my take on the whole whole situation. Yeah, I'm bummed that uh, Mask is getting all of the and Rom are getting the bad <laughs> the bad publicity now. Um, it just kind of it you know we haven't been on the air in nine months, and I've I don't know I kind of fizzled out a little bit there on. Just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Oh, they're gonna. They're, they've got to be making an announcement. Here it is, two years later. They made their announcement. Max mask is not in it, so it's it's a little deflating for fans to see that. But and kind of keep digging through the uh, the possibilities of mask coming back and getting a, a an animated series or movie, or at least a bit part in a movie. Like G.I. Joe. So, yeah, we're, I guess we're going to kind of wind down here as, as Wyatt is going to come back and we'll kind of wrap this thing up. Uh, didn't want to go too long, kind of ramble on, but uh, would love your thoughts on what Hasbro is doing. And if you think that Mask 
uh, it might possibly still be in those plans, even though it sounds like they've kind of written them out, <laughs> quote unquote. Uh, so just, you know, you can always comment on our site, on our social media. And uh, maybe the next time we get on for a chat, we'll uh, we'll read back some of your comments. But we always like interacting with you guys. And again, I know it's been sparse over the last several months that we've been on, haven't been on there. And mostly that's my fault. <laughs> uh, I've always tried to keep mask uh, at the forefront, and just with the life changes and everything, I haven't been able to pour in to uh, to mask what I had normally done at my previous job and my responsibilities there. So you can, you can blame that one on me, but at the same time, here we are, we're back and we've got some, uh, some news coming out of our beloved Hasbro company. So that's, that's what we're talking about now. we'd love to hear what you guys have to say as well. And you know, it can be outside of ass too. What do you think about, you know, this G.I. Joe film, what do you think they're going to do with it? Are they going to try to give us more of what we know? Or are they going to just pretty much do a cash the check sequel to what they've already done? Uh, which wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me, really. And maybe what are your thoughts on this untitled movie? They haven't really uh, given us any information on. Could it be a shared universe kind of a movie? Or... Maybe it's just uh, maybe it's the Monopoly movie <laughs> or the uh, Play-Doh movie. I mean, th- I've gone through Hasbro's list of uh, a movie that they have announced over the last I don't know five years. If you go over to Wikipedia, it's there too. But uh, they <laughs> there's some stuff on there that's hilarious. There has been rumors of a Play-Doh movie. I don't, I, you know, okay. Where do you uh, where do you put that? You put that up on Netflix. Is it animated? Uh, Monopoly. There's been several stories and you know press releases that they're making a Monopoly movie. Uh, I've seen Hungry Hungry Hippos are on that list. Okay, <laughs> really, Hasbro? You're gonna try to make a movie out of that? Uh, I don't know. It, it just it's. Anything's possible for that untitled movie. And with Micronauts being number two on that list, it could be something crazy like that and just go low budget. And I don't know the, the, the animated movies now are just so huge and you can turn pretty much anything, just release it at at the right time you know, during the summer or during one of those lulls where there's not much kid stuff being released and people go see it. People take their kids to go to the movies and see something they hadn't really never heard about, even the kids. But if it's in animation and it's, you know, friendly to kids and there's nothing else in the theater, it becomes a hit. Uh, there have been several movies that I've seen with my kids over the last, I don't know, a few months, and I'm like, okay, that was uh, 90 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. I did enjoy Captain Underpants. That was uh, pretty funny the first go-around. Uh, now that's on Netflix, and we've seen it 10 times, I'm like, okay, the fart jokes get a bit old. 
you still get to hear Weird Al at the end, so I'll I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> it's just that kind of attitude. So, you know, it, it could be any, it could be something crazy like that, and they just figure oh, October's a slow month. It's right before Thanksgiving when there's usually a, a Disney release or even Christmas. Uh, or DreamWorks, or you know, one of those other bigger studios, Pixar. Uh, we'll just throw something in here and see if uh, people go see it. You know, so it, it could be something as simple as that, and, and maybe we're just digging too deep with uh, with what we want to happen. <laughs> uh, and, and maybe it, it, you know, if you're being real, Hasbro truly has canned that shared universe, but it's, I don't know. It's just, that just struck me kind of funny after waiting two years, you know, bringing in uh Vika Goldsman, who is one of the, you know, the, the bigger name writers out there and has done a lot. I believe he's the one that was in the, pulled in for the Transformers movies on several of those. So, you know, you put you put a writer's room together. I know a lot of it deals with concept, and you're bringing concepts and you're trying to sell concepts before you're actually writing. And maybe, you know, they just couldn't couldn't grasp a concept that's good enough for some of these other properties, including Mask. Doesn't necessarily mean it's dead. You know, they could bring somebody else in to, uh, well, let's see what you can come up with, or they can find something on the internet. Maybe why and I should just post our movie out there and <laughs> see if they like it and run with it. You know, at this point, um, I think uh, our friend Scott, who also wrote a mask movie, I think he finally did post his script out there. So maybe that's what we need to do. Just give him some ideas and give him more fan fiction. To come up with. They'd like to see bringing it back. So uh, looks like why it's finally back and uh, I'll stop blabbing and we'll get back to wrapping this up. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry, my son decided to uh, have a headache and scream and kicking and uh, I had to, I won't say hold him down, but close to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, after I was uh, blabbing on and, and kind of talking through it, I came to the realization that maybe that untitled movie is just some crazy kids movie based on Play-Doh or Monopoly or Hungry Hungry Hippos or something. Don't give them any more ideas. They (laughs) first need to get mask in their head. Then they can do, but you know, the, the point was you release a kid's movie, no matter what it is at the right time when there's nothing else in the theater and it, it gets any kind of little buzz or anything and it just takes off and becomes a hit. So yeah, maybe it's, maybe it could be something silly like that. I mean, if you go on Wikipedia and you look at all the Hasbro's properties that have, that are quote unquote, have been uh, announced as movies. It's everything, man. It's it, I'm seriously, it is Play-Doh and hungry, hungry hippos and everything that they are. <laughs> it's, I, you know, if you can make a movie out of emojis, you can make uh, pretty much anything. Very, very true. And it it just could be something stupid like that, and we could be <laughs> thinking too hard. But 
I don't know. I as long as the possibility is there, I think we've kind of based this show and based our hopes as masked fans on possibilities when announcements like this happen, you know, we'll just keep on speculating and hoping uh and until somebody, you know, until the Hasbro CEO finally comes out and says, All right, mask fans, your stuff is dead. We're releasing the copyright and you know <laughs> right. not gonna do anything anymore. I I certainly hope not. Maybe that's what we'll probably need. stop. <laughs> well maybe that's what we needed to do, you know, get on Twitter and start just blitzing him, you know uh mask for twenty 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 one. There you go. Hey. That's there's there's well, your it'd, Twitter, it'd probably Twitter be, well, uh, yeah. hashtag mask for twenty twenty one. Hashtag Mask 2021. Let's start that hashtag. Let's do that. We'll just copy like all of the Hasbro. I'm going to do that. I'm going to copy all of the Hasbro uh, <laughs> handles I can find. There's like the official Hasbro and there's like Hasbro News and there's, I don't know. We'll copy, uh, see if Boulder Media, the animation studio has a, you know, a, a, a Twitter account. We'll just blitz them. We'll just keep on blitzing them. Mask 2021. Let's That's do what it. we'll do. <laughs> That's like a good signature block, too. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you ready to kind of wrap this up for now? Yeah. And uh, again, want to apologize for our fans. We've been out for eight, nine, however many long months. Uh, but hopefully, to get back into the, we want to get back in the groove. We want to get back into the actual episodes. We still have, I think, the other. Not quite a half, what, about a third left to do? I think yeah, I think we, we are on episode 51. Right. So I want to be we able still to... need to... 51 to 75 is what we're... What we got to do yet. Yeah, so do that. Hopefully we can get some more chat discussions with our buddies, other fellow agents. Uh, maybe we can rattle a few uh, virtual phones, whether it's uh, Skype or what have you, and see if we can get other voice actors, maybe original writers from the episode and get them on the show. Uh, like we've done. I did get a request, uh, just not too long ago. If we're going to get, um, I think it was Mark Halloran who we were trying to get that one time mm-hmm. and, uh, just didn't connect at the right time, but it'd be fun to get him in here. Who was, uh, Sly Rax. He was the impressionist, you know, I, th- I think I, at one point, did a blog post on his win on star search as a stand-up comedian. So you did. I remember watching it would be, guys. it would be great to, to hear those stories and to, uh, and to get him on the show. So we're, we're, we're here. We're listening. We're not necessarily broadcasting, uh, like we should be, but we're hoping to get back in that groove and, you know, take some of your suggestions. And I was just on coming up to YouTube to, uh, pull up this, broadcast i saw some people commented on some of the videos i made the uh the thunderhawk uh, tribute and somebody suggested uh alice cooper's poison for stinger i think it was Have you actually- uh, seemed yeah it seemed pretty pretty perfect uh i don't know how many of- seeds we have of scorpion though <laughs> well that's that's the thing because i would still love to do a uh Rocky like a hurricane for a hurricane, but I don't, you know, I don't think the hurricane was in maybe 
a handful of episodes. So right. it's going to be the same footage kind of recycled and reversed, <laughs> you know, how they used to do uh, Oh yeah, on all those shows where they, uh, you know, I think it was uh, Rambo 2 where they go in and they blow up a, a village and the next scene they just flip it over and it's the same village that they blow up. It's just coming from the left side, you know. <laughs> well, that's what they used to do with Airwolf as much as it's one of my favorite shows. The editing sucked on that. The more I watched <laughs> as an adult, the more I'm like, okay, you, who didn't? Who did not slap the editor hard enough? Yeah, um, but those anyway. uh, those glowing missiles—they always got me. Those I actually liked. I thought I, even as a kid, I knew that wasn't real, but it was still kind of the cool effect that maybe <laughs> they had the laser-guided you know, missiles, or uh, you got to do '90s style laser. all right well this is our uh our promise to you guys we appreciate you listening you know the 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 archive is still up so you can go back and check out episodes and and revisit those and we actually do that on our own every once in a while just to kind of keep the mask spark going but uh our promise is to to get back in the mask cat studios a lot more this year and to, uh, to get back to reviewing episodes and interacting with you. That sounds great. Well, like uh, Jason said, we're closing it up, wrapping it up, and we want to thank you one and all. Again, keep following us on Facebook, at Agents of Mask, our website, agentsofmask.com, our Twitter, and I'm sure there's other ones that Jason has hooked up up with. I'm not the social media magnet like he is. Those are the main ones. Yeah. So uh, join us again, and thanks for watching and listening to Mouse Cast.